So, um, <clears throat> hello. And, um, <laughs> what was that? Hello, and welcome to the Salem Station Podcast, a show where we rank and review all of your favorite horror movies. I'm your co-host, Robert. And I'm your co-host, Alex. And today we are... And I'm your guest. Yeah, we have... Yeah, we have, two, we have two guests today. We have Vivo <laughs> and Justina. Hi. Thanks for having us on. Thank you for joining us. First time we have two guests. This is movie number 91. And that movie is The Purge. 2013's The Purge. The actual um, first Purge. Yes, not the movie called The First Purge, but rather the movie that is The First Purge. I hate that they call that one The First Purge. Well, anyways, I'll go over that later. Um, So yeah, this is The Purge. Um, I guess I'll start with Justina. Justina, is there a favorite horror movie that you have or that you are intrigued by? Um... I don't I don't have a favorite one, but I think the scariest one I've watched was either The Conjuring or The Ring. Those were like the first ones that I watched and they terrified me. Ooh, yeah. I I like both, but I love The Ring. Yeah. I, I love The Ring. <laughs> Rings are cool. I like that. I think um I'm in the same camp with Justina. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the Ring. And if I have to say like the scariest movie I watched will be Joker. The newest one. I didn't like that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a pretty interesting. I might... Well, we're not going to cover those anytime soon because I like both of them. So that's, like, really high up on this list. Yeah. Um, but when we do cover it, if the podcast lasts that long, um, <laughs> we can probably have I'm you guys on for those. Stuff. You're going to go to <laughs> Hopefully. I'm already struggling, and we're at movie number 91. We haven't even reached the 80s yet. Um, get there soon but yeah yeah um so the purge it's a premise that most people our generation would know of when back when the first one came out it kind of for a bit i want to say ingrained itself into pop culture like everyone knew what the purge was even if you Mm -hmm. hadn't seen it kind of like how it is for the newer generation like you know people like no pennywise pennywise is everywhere like you know him even if you haven't seen the movie i feel like that's what the purge kind of was but not to that degree mm. how does that make sense because i think i think like it, was, people... it was competing with paranormal too right e... paranormal activity that one came out yeah. 2007 oh but yeah, yeah. i'm really old <laughs> yeah <laughs> paranormal yeah paranormal activity came out a bit before Paranormal Activity, I feel, yeah, that one also kind of is ingrained in pop culture, kind of-ish. People know it for, like, the found footage aesthetic that it made popular in the horror genre. Um, but, yeah, I feel like everyone knows what The Purge is. Like, I'm sure, I'm sure people have heard of, like, the, the alarms that people have I've seen in memes everywhere. This movie, uh, there's there's one actor that I recognized. The director, I don't know who, but the actor, his name is Ethan Hawke. And I only know him because he was in another horror movie, um, Sinister, which I also love. Sinister, I love. I hate Sinister 2. I'm 
mad that I wasted my money in the in the theater. But Ethan <laughs> Hawke, I recognize. Um, recognize. Justina, you said that you saw someone else or recognized someone. You... Uh, yeah, the the main actress, I forget her name. Um, the the mom, she's the the queen in Game of Thrones. I don't remember her name. Is it Lena? Uh, Lena Hilly. Hitty, yeah. 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 Mm. Her. Yeah, I haven't seen I haven't seen Game of Thrones yet, so I'm I'm a bit behind. But yeah, those are all the unnoticeable people I know behind the movie. Oh, and it's made by Platinum Dunes and Blumhouse. Both are kind of known for horror. Blumhouse for yeah. making Blumhouse has made a lot of horror movies, both good and bad. This is I I guess it's, I mean it's pretty low on the list, so you see where I stand. But they also made the new Halloween movie, um, which I like a lot. But they've also made terrible movies like um, Truth or Dare, which I saw. I don't know why I saw that one. I think they made Happy Death Day too, like both of them. I'm not too sure. Um, but Platinum Dunes is also another made by Michael Bay. Not a, I don't like him as a director, but he made the studio and it, it, that studio is known for making the remakes just Friday, Friday remake, Nightmare remake, the Texas Chainsaw remake, yada, yada. Um, and yeah, they made this movie. Um, I believe the producers, if not the producer, some of the people involved in this film actually are were involved in paranormal activity, I believe. He is. There, there is one of the producers. Uh, oh, yeah? Oh, Jason Blum. Oh, <laughs> Okay, yeah. So that that's what Bloodhouse is actually named after. It's named after him. Um, so yeah, I guess we can go over. Okay, well, so what's your guys' general opinions on the movie first? Uh, Alex, I'll go with Alex first. Co-host, go. So general opinions on the movie. It, you know, honestly, this is my first time ever fully watching it. I've seen scenes from it, but this is my first time like fully watching the movie. And you know what? It's. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not everything I thought it was gonna be. I, I honestly expected a bit more. It just made me angry at times. Cause God, the act the actors or not the actors. The the actors the, the acting was fine. It was the, the characters, yeah. The decisions they made. They made some of the most head ass decisions. <laughs> In the dude, always a MacGyver kid. Always a MacGyver I I hate the MacGyver kid. I hated the kid yeah. in the movie. Like literally Every single conflict in this movie, except for like the final scenes, was set up from that stupid kid's decision, and he just yeah. keep he kept making it worse and worse. Yeah, <laughs> that's how, that's kind of how I felt about the movie too. What about you, Justina? What were your thoughts on the movie overall? I thought the movie was all right. Like it wasn't as bad as the first ones you've described in your podcast, like the original ones. Yeah, but. Yeah. Um, I didn't. It wasn't scary. Scary. Like there were elements of surprise, but it wasn't terrifying. Like I wasn't sitting there, being scared of a jump scare or something. And right. also, like Alex said, a lot of the decisions just add. <laughs> but yeah. I, I think it's all right. What about you, Vivo? I feel the same. I think it's all right. Um, it's a little bit frustrating. Yeah. Watch sometimes, yeah. And I, I also don't like the editing and then how she shot it. I think that's oh yeah, kind of distract me a lot. Like Dude, when they have the camera ed- like up close. Yeah, I hate the editing in this movie. This is 
this movie has one of the worst editing i especially when it comes to the action like the action is good action choreography good pretty good mm, yeah. but the editing it doesn't favor it um so yeah um but my overall thoughts on the movie i guess it's low on the list so that kind of says something but the jump from the last movie we did which is i know what you did last summer and this is pretty significant kind of how it was like kind of how there's a jump from critters to terrifier i'd say there's a pretty significant jump from here from i know what you did last summer to the purge and the movies after that we're gonna do after the purge like 90 and 89 they're gonna be kind of around the same quality as the purge um so yeah they're not gonna so like yeah it's it's pretty low on my list but it isn't bad bad but it isn't great like if someone were to say hey like Robert, put on a horror movie, or what do you recommend? Purge is definitely not one I'd probably, hey, go watch. Um, at least not the first this, time. I, at least not this. Purge. Yeah, when I first saw this movie, actually, because I for the longest time hadn't seen it. I don't know why. It's just something that was never on my radar. Even though everyone around me knew what the purge was, and I knew what it was, and the concept, like everyone knows what it is. It's a night, you know, crime is legal. But the first time I watched this was actually for a class. It was my English 130 class. And we had to analyze how, like, society was, a f- how a society as a whole can be affected by, like, situations. And so we had to analyze how society was affected by this, by, like, how normalized the purge was. Um, we went way deeper into the film than the film actually is. The film doesn't go that deep. Um, but, yeah, that's... When I first saw it, same reactions too. I hated that kid. I hate him so much. But yeah, I guess we can go into the plot of the movie. So, oh, okay. By the way, one one gripe. So I'm I'm gonna get this out of the way. I think the uh-huh. way you could improve this movie is through better characters. Honestly, better characters. Cause yeah, so the I kid, think they like. I think they like a lot of motivations for the things they do. Yeah. yeah. So the kid um in the beginning, he so like this kind of like a I guess he's like a homeless guy, but he was a vet cuz he has like dog tags and they make it clear um that you know that he's a vet. But one thing that so like during the purge, um there's these people hunting him down and he's like help, help and no one's helping me and the boy opens up the door and lets him in. Um during the purge it's like a questionable thing like why would you do that? Like you're putting your family at risk. So his whole motive, like the boy has no motivation to do that. What I think they should have done it in the movie is have in the beginning set up something where he's maybe at the gas station and everyone's ignoring him. And the boy's like, hey, here's like some money, here's some food. That way you set up this kind of slight bond of the boy having previously met him and making some sort of connection where he, the guy could even be like, oh, everyone, everyone's ignored me, but not you. Like you finally noticed me. So when he's going through the neighborhood shouting, help me. The boy's like, hey, I'm the only one that notices him. Something to then back up why the boy would let him in. I don't know if that makes any sense. It does. does. Like, that could have been so much way better. But no, you just let him in. Like, these characters need motivations. That's what you do in the beginning of a movie. You have to set him up. So anyways, after that little rant of how you can improve the movie, I guess we can start off the movie. Um, It starts off with, like, a little... It, like it, it explains to you what the purge is, what the year is, twenty twenty two, I believe. Um, it's near future, um, and they explain that the founding fathers are like this political group who 
they're like the primary party in America, and they're the ones who like passed. Um, I don't. I remember if it was a law or in the Constitution. I think that it said that the purge is now a thing in America, where each once a year, from I think seven p.m. to seven a.m. the next morning, uh, for twelve hours, all crime is legal. No, well, not all crime. You just certain crimes. Like you can't go over over like no, you can't do anything to notable government figures and whatnot. But most things are legal. Um, and then you kind of do what I kind of like. Um, like the I think the father he's driving in his car, and over the radio you hear like people's thoughts on what the purge and what they're gonna do, and you hear like this guy being like, "Oh, I'm gonna get on my boss. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get him." I, I thought that was pretty cool because it's like saying up like the impending doom that is the purge but yeah so they go over that and the mother so the, the husband drives home and the the wife his wife the mother she's outside putting like these blue flowers that are commemorating the purge i guess or the victims of the purge and the neighbors come by and they're like oh hey i see you guys are like sitting up your flowers and everything and they're what was what were they what were they remarking about the security systems or something oh like the husband had all right. sold all the security systems to everyone mm-hmm. on that block, right? Or something yeah. like that. Yeah, works or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, he's yeah, reassuring yeah. them that it's safe. Yeah, he's like, Mom, now our security systems are safe. You guys should all be protected. And they're like, like your husband made bank off of us. Like, like kind of implying that there might be some little grudge mm-hmm. there. Um, do, you, do you get that vibe that he's, like, making money off of his neighbors? I didn't get that vibe at all. No, yeah, yeah definitely yeah. not. Um, it seems kind of like out of nowhere, but again, they don't establish yeah. anything prior. So, with I guess allowing crime to be legal for that one day, like the people that do die, yeah, there's I guess not overpopulation, so like there's enough jobs for everyone. Um, and it's all because of the purge. Um, and yeah, everyone can let their hatreds out. Yeah. Just yeah. one day, right? It's like the main idea. Which, I mean, it's such a stupid idea. <laughs> but, yeah. but it caught on. It became popular, right? Yeah, yeah, this yeah, franchise this franchise did kind of yeah, popularity towards like the middle of last decade, I guess. Scarily. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were like, we live... It's the year 2020. Anything could happen. Watch this be a thing that ends up happening this year. But the family lives like in a gated community. And it's it's a pretty like, it's a really rich community. Like these huge houses. You're made to believe that like everyone in, in that community is safe. You know, they have the latest tech and um, security. You know, they're all good. So the family mm-hmm. consists of the father, the wife, and their two kids, Zoe and Charlie. Charlie's the kid we will be talking smack about the whole film, this whole podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. And so, yeah, they're being assured that the father, his name is James, that his company will keep them safe. You know, the, the security is all good. It's all fine. Um, and Zoe, she's in her boyfriend. No, <laughs> she, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Sorry, Zoe's in her bedroom. With her boyfriend. her boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, whoops. She's in her bedroom and her boyfriend's there. Um, 
I don't think he, I don't think she was expecting him to be there. I think she snuck. I think he snuck in through the yeah, window. He snuck in. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. To which Vivo made the connection to scream like that's very scream like, um, which yeah it is. So yeah, and then she's saying like, oh, um, you know your father doesn't like us being together, and he's like, yeah, I know. And so he, she's like, oh, you got to go. And so he leaves, and I'm using air quotes, leaves, doesn't leave. He actually hides in the room. Um, mm-hmm. He leaves. And so you can see the family getting ready for the purge. They're setting up their security systems. They're, the cameras are all good to go. Um, and they're having dinner. And the kid, <laughs> he reveals, he has like this weird, scary toy thing. It's like, it's, it's like, like- sh- it's some it's out shit of Toy from, Story. Uh, it's like an yeah, RC yeah, car like, with like Sid, like Sid. <laughs> some shit yeah, that Sid would make. It's just like, oh my god. It's an abomination. It's a burned baby doll on like a little RC car. Yeah, and he calls it Timmy. Yeah, and he calls it Timmy. <laughs> yeah, and but so there's animal. a camera on that. So that's what he uses to like go around the house, I guess. Being a fucking creep, yeah. Yeah. And I'm only saying that because that's a it becomes a plot point later on, but yeah. And then so they have dinner and they're all gathered around, um, and then you hear the TV go and it's explaining on like the emergency broadcast how the annual purge is now commencing, and how all crime is legal, murder, vandalism, whatnot. I don't know. Yeah, basically, basically everything yeah. except killing politicians. So you can kill. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah except for that. Which um, is stupid, but yes. And you can't, um, even if you call nine one one, like the paramedics and authorities won't arrive to help you. Um, so yeah, just watch out for yourself. And so then you hear, you know, the, the famous sirens going off in the city. The you know, and that's how you know. Lock yourselves in, boys. And get so ready. the yeah. Get ready to get your world rock. <laughs> get ready so then, to get your shit rock. Um, yeah. Uh, we should explain what the uh, security system do. They kind of oh, uh, yeah. like, it's like a metal. Oh yeah, it, it's, it's so basically it turns the house into like a fortress. I guess there's like metal gates that come down and block all the windows and block the door. But yeah. then that's it. Like there's no there's no alarm and and some cameras I guess, but there's no like alarms. There's no like. Any yeah. lights or anything yeah. is literally just some fucking metal that comes down. And he sold yeah. that to the entire neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> it's the lamest this, shit. There's better security, I'd say. There is yeah. yeah, much just... better Alexa security. could do better. It's like these Alec- Yeah, things. Alexa Alexa could do better. <laughs> yeah. It's just cameras at the main entrance and these like metal sheets that go over your front doors and whatnot. Basically what it is. Um so yeah, Zoe then goes upstairs and she finds her boyfriend, and he, you know, he he remained in the room and she was like, "Oh, what are you doing here?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm just, I'm here, you know, vibing." <laughs> I'm vibing. They get all hot and heavy, and then, she, and then he's like, "Wait, wait, wait," and she's like, "What?" And he's like, "I'm not here for you though. I'm here for your father. Like, I want to have a one-on-one with him." Yeah, like, one a man on man, and that's always like, huh? Um, I want to show him I'm right? Yeah, the night of the purge, you want to have a one-on-one with my father, who doesn't approve of our relationship. That doesn't set off alarms to you, like yeah, um, right. But no, I guess not. And so, meanwhile, 
Charlie is watching the monitors and he sees how this wounded man is, you know, needing help and he's yelling in the streets, help me, someone help me. Which again, if you had set up earlier a prior connection to Charlie and this man and showing Charlie had some sort of compassion to the man when no one else had, it would make sense then when he would open the doors to let him in. But when you just see this play out, you're like, why would you do that? That's so stupid. Like, there's no reason. There's no motivation. Um, so then, yeah, Charlie sees him on the screen and he's like, well, I got to go. He disables the security for a moment, goes out to the front and says, hey, man, come on in. Come on in. And the homeless man goes in and the father notices that the security doors have, have all gone up. The security systems are disabled and the father then goes to enable it again. And when he comes down, he sees the homeless man with the son and he's like, what have you led into our house? Like, you don't know if this guy is here to murder you. You don't know what he's capable of. And while his father and mother are there downstairs with the son and the homeless man. Yeah, the boyfriend comes down from upstairs, pulls out a gun, and proceeds to shoot the father. And he starts shooting. Yeah, he just started shooting. Like, he just whipped it out and just started blasting. And then the daughter, she protects the boyfriend afterward and, like, helps him upstairs. Like, girl, she just shot your father. Why are you helping him? Yeah, what are you doing? But yeah, in that moment, the homeless man runs off. Like y'all have to figure out your 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 own situations, um, and then it's at that moment that they're like trying to. Oh yeah, because the father shot back. He shot back at the boyfriend. So the boyfriend's upstairs bleeding. Um, he bleeds to death, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And so yeah. then like they're they're having they're trying to process what to do next. You know, um, the boyfriend's upstairs bleeding out. Who knows where their daughter is at? Um, there's this homeless man running out through the house and their house is huge so for all they know he could be anywhere um and the son's like just vibing in the back yeah hello oh no oh dear lord so um yeah apparently my internet just cut out so i guess it's gonna sec. oh no yeah just says disconnected well we're in the shithole now boys um, I have no clue how to explain this other than a series, <laughs> a series of unfortunate events occurred. Um, hey guys. So before I continue on with the audio for the podcast, um, so Alex had kind of messed up a bit because I didn't mess up shit. No, 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 no. We, we both messed up. <laughs> no, we, well, yeah, no, you're right. Okay. So Alex's internet went out. I'm going to explain it later when you hear the second part of this episode, which I'm sorry, guys, but Alex's internet went out, so he stopped recording, and he's the one who usually records. But, yeah. Um, you guys can listen on with the rest, I guess. There you go. So, we had left off... Oh, yeah, so, yeah, Justina and Vivo are here again. Um, <laughs> Hello. Hello, guys. Hello. Um, I'm here as well. Oh, right. Um, Alex. Alex is here as well. Did you um, forget my name? No. Did you forget the um, name of your co-host? No. <laughs> no. no. Um, so, the we had left off at the boyfriend shooting the father and being taken upstairs by the girlfriend, daughter. Um, she's crying over him, bleeding out, even though he shot the dad. The dad's on the floor with the wife and the son. And the dad's like, so there's a random guy that you let in, son, roam around the house. And <laughs> there's my daughter's boyfriend who shot at me. So I'm being betrayed from both of my kids. 
Both um, sides of the family. Yeah, he's probably waiting for his wife to pull out a minigun. <laughs> <to barrel him laughs> yeah, he's just waiting for his wife to pull out the old slugger and take him back. Yeah. Take him in the backyard um, and, you know, put him out. Yeah. And then, so, um... <laughs> yes, Vivo. What, from what I remember... And so they're, like, wondering, like, okay, well, now we gotta find the guy. And it's at that moment when they are met with, at the arrival of their front porch, um, a group of of people. You know, you see these well-dressed people, and you're like, oh, they're probably friendly. No, you're, no, obviously they're not. They have masks. They have creepy-looking masks. They're purgers, guys. They're here to purge, as they say, like, what, the lower class of society. Um, and they were saying that they were chasing this guy down, down the street. And they noticed that he was led into the house. And... He asks, you know, we would kindly ask you to re-release him out into our hands and we will take care of it and we will let you alone. We will leave you be. Um, but if you don't within this certain time frame, well, we'll just have to break in ourselves, take him and take care of you guys for helping those who should be purged. And so he gives them like a certain time frame. Um, and now the father's like freaking out like, well, now my family's at stake um, because something my son did. And who knows where my daughter's at? <laughs> who knows what that little trainer is doing? So obviously, uh, he goes around the house hunting the the poor guy, uh, the homeless man, and the son is like leading the homeless man like where to hide and hiding spots. <laughs> because um, you know he hasn't betrayed his family enough in this yeah. night. He, he's using the little Timmy robot thing. Oh, Timmy, right? Yeah, that uh, monstrosity. Yeah. yeah, the Toy Story one reject. Um, Using it to guide the homeless man around to the hiding spot. A hiding spot that uh, I guess the son uses to hide in. And mm. so he's vibing in there, the homeless man. And the daughter, she's like, oh, I'm going to go hide in that spot. <laughs> so when the father goes there, it's revealed that the homeless man is holding the sister, the, the daughter, in hostage. Um, and then, you know, the, the whole thing escalates. Uh, he ends up being tied to a chair, I think, somehow to a scuffle. I don't remember. He ends up being tied to a chair, the homeless man, and he's duct taped all around. He's gagged, I think, and they start like stabbing him or something. Or they stabbed him before to get him into the chair. Yeah, they stabbed um, him uh, in his open wounds because he was shot previously. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I they stabbed so. him with a, <laughs> a letter opener. A letter opener. Just repeatedly. Yeah. Or just to, <laughs> I guess, subdue him. Crazy shit. And they're wondering, like, what should we do? And. In the see in a moment where the family finally reveals some character and some form of morals, you know, what should we do with him? Should we release him out back into the people to take care of him and then we be free of the worry of what might happen, or do we try to help this man and you know face what's to come? Um and the father is like, Well, let's release him, but then the the son through some nagging is like, Well, no, we gotta keep him. And it's a mess. And then before you know it, there's a sound at the door. And there's like this these machinery you're hearing. And they go over there and you hear the the purger, the main purger. They call him, I think, the polite stranger. I don't remember. Something um, like that. At, at least that's what it's called under the character name. So then the polite stranger, aka the main purger guy, he's like, Well, we gave you your time limit, and you either didn't succeed at what you were supposed to do or you completely ignored our threat um so now we will go in and 
take him ourselves forcibly, forcibly, and just deal with you guys. Because yeah, I guess you guys aren't here to help society the way the purge demands or something yeah, like that. Yeah, this guy, he's basically just a cult member. That's basically what it is. Yeah, he's a just a cult um, member, and then he's just like... I know he's supposed to seem like... Was it, I guess, somewhat friendly? He's, he's just really disturbing, really creepy overall. Yeah, and you can tell that, like, through him, they try to... They were trying to make some sort of political statement. Yeah, I guess, I know... like, probably something about, like, preppy rich boys. Yeah, because he even says that, like, you know, we're the educated... Yeah, and he, and he seems, like, so so entitled. From what... I haven't seen the other Purge movies, but from what I've seen through Anarchy and Election Year, from what I know, um, the second one goes more into, like, the socioeconomic... Uh, it, it does more of a socioeconomic commentary... And then the third one does more of a political commentary. This one fails out both. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't do anything. Um, which is why it comes off like, okay, you didn't have to state that you were educated and wealthy. But sure. I mean, this series of events is already forced as it is, and it doesn't feel like a natural progression of things. But yeah, sure. So with the deadline, you know, obviously over, the, the gang, they attach chains onto the front door and the wife's like well good thing we have the security system set in place and the father's like well let me tell you something it ain't work it ain't it ain't exactly gonna work and yeah. they put they put chains on what appears to be a flimsy sheet of metal a sheet of metal over the door <laughs> um that's their security system yeah no, it's and not it's not much using a truck they just barrel the door down they just yeet that <laughs> yeah and you would think right yeah you you it makes you that yeah. yeah, go ahead. You would think that this, like, I, I would suppose million dollar fucking security system would have a bit more than just metal that covers your windows and doors, right? Because, <laughs> like, these guys just hooked up why a the neighbors hook. were mad in the first place about the security <laughs> system. Yeah, yeah, especially with some shit. And you would think, like, this guy, this guy who's selling them would get a discount and go for, like, the highest measure, right? This, the highest security for his home. But nah, he's just yeah. like, nah, this'll do. Like, I kind of like how Justina said, like, yeah, the neighbors would be mad at that. Yeah, maybe he bullshitted the neighbors and their security, but your own, like, um... But yeah, they bring that thing down, and then the father and wife go scrambling for, like, help, like, oh, where do we go? And of course, they break in, they break in through the back, they break into the front, the purgers have entered the building. Um... And so, yeah, and then, you know, the rest of the movie, basically, the way it plays out is the Purgers are going from room to room, destroying things, uh, ripping things apart, trying to find the family members, uh, sister, who knows where she's at, where the hell she's at, I don't even remember, but the father, the, the son, I don't remember where the hell he's at either. I only remember the series uh, of events with the father where he's taking out Purger after Purger, which is pretty sick, pretty sick, kind of rooting for him. Uh, I like the scene where he, they're fighting over the pool table, and he manages to get one of the Purger's axe, and just, like, just basically plunge it deep into, like, one's spine. Oh, and yeah. I don't know, that felt so satisfying. I was like, yes, finally, something in this film. The father, you're kind of, like, rooting for him, like, yeah, yeah, like, like it's Kevin McAllister growing up, he's protecting his house. And then the the main gang member comes out and he stabs him 
um with what i thought was a short blade but it's actually like this huge blade it's like probably like a foot long but uh he stabs him with it and the father starts bleeding out and he's like thank you for your sacrifice for the night of the purge or something like that and they corral the family together on uh, the purgers that remain Oh, but one thing uh, we, I guess I forgot to mention is that like over the course of the purgers looting, not really looting, but just riding in the house, um, the neighbors, I guess, take notice of it and they start rolling up the, the, the front lawn and the driveway and they start shooting the, the, the purgers and you're like, oh, yeah, like maybe they're here to help. They're here to, you know, save the day. They're the deus ex machina that family needs and in a moment that i guess catches everyone off guard when the purgers have the family corralled up at the foot of the stairs um the neighbors come in and riddle the purgers with bullets they're all out of the count um and so yeah the the neighbors are like well we're here you know we got them all uh the ones yeah. outside the ones inside and the family's here like oh like, we can't thank you enough and she and one of the neighbors was like, "Well, don't thank us yet, cause we weren't here for that. We were actually here for you." you yeah, we, we were here to murk you guys. Yeah, they, they just yeah, they just were here to provide an opportunity, like, and we just took it, um, or rather an excuse to go in and might as well do it now. So yeah, and then I guess the father at that moment just completely dies. He just dies at the foot of the <laughs> stairs, bleeding out to death. Yeah, and then. The neighbors take notice and they're like oh, well we came here for him he's dead but i guess the rest of the family will have yeah, to do i i guess his wife and children will have to do like holy shit yeah he he wronged us the family didn't but you know what they're the next best thing i guess <laughs> so then so then they start uh like pulling apart the family members like removing them from each other and I think they're about to like tie them up or start stabbing them when one by one they end up getting shot and it's the homeless man he's returned and he's loaded to the teeth with ammo and he's shooting at them and the ones that do remain he's like already like put your weapons down and they put their weapons down and they're like and then he, he's 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 asking the wife you know if they want to kill them and she's like no no it's bringing them to the dining room and so couple you see what moments later um <laughs> i i think in the original audio i referenced the scene in empire strikes back where vader is like we would be honored if you could join us and they're like in the dining room table and i always imagine um the dining room scene with like vader and han and chewie just awkwardly eating that's what basically what this is yeah it's, it's just the neighbors just really tense yeah, the neighbors are just awkwardly there on the table, just waiting for like the purge to be over. The purge to be over, and the wife and the daughter and son are there as the as the homeless man has a gun aimed at the neighbors. So you know, at any moment's notice, just to shoot him. Um, and they're just waiting, and one of the neighbors is like, "Okay, just get it over with. Shoot us, you know." And then she's like, "No, no, no. I'm gonna wait for this. I'm gonna wait for this. I'm gonna wait it out. You guys are gonna have to deal with this. I'm um, not gonna go off easy." And they're just waiting. They're just waiting. And then one of the neighbors is like, I've had enough of this. And she reaches for the gun to, I guess, shoot the wife. The wife picks up the gun. In a moment, that's probably the most satisfying. Using the butt of the gun, just jams it into her face. And just, and just like, absolutely twice. smashes her. Yeah. Yeah, and her face is all bleeding. And I was like, yes, get that bitch. But um, 
so yeah and then you hear of course the famous siren go over like and that signifies that the purge is over and she's like go go the one the neighbors that remain go which i don't know if i were you but i would not want to live in that house ever again i would yeah like i mean instant i could that'd make the next uh neighborhood garage sale pretty awkward huh yeah not only that when the next year rolls around when it's time for the purge the neighbors are going to come back with the vendetta against yeah you, like you would think right that you should yeah, move like, yeah they move. won't even have that shitty security system anymore because the dad's dead <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah Jeez. well this year we came for the dad but we'll be back next year for all three of you actually <laughs> yeah next year um, get ready fuckers yeah, so I would move what? out of fire then. But then, oh, yeah. definitely. The homeless man, yeah, <laughs> the homeless man's then like, well, good luck, and he leaves. Um, so it's just three family members remaining. The homeless man goes doing whatever he's gonna do next, and roll credits, and that's the movie. That's <sighs> the purge. Um, okay. What was? I'll start off with Alex. What was your favorite scene from the movie? Honestly, the scene where the uh, the the main I what you call him, the kind stranger, I guess is his name. Just oh, stranger, something yeah. so satisfying about seeing the the neighbors come in to blast them with a fucking shotgun. <laughs> so yeah. sad to see him just like die, especially so anticlimactically. Yeah. It was just amazing. I loved every second of that scene. Yeah. Best oh, one thing scene. I saw. I was going to say, they should do more with... They should have done more with him to make it... I don't know. They didn't do much with him because there's even a scene, and I referenced it in the original audio, but I forgot to mention it now. There's a scene where he's going down one of the halls, and he sees, like, a portrait of the daughter, and he's staring at it, like, intensely, and you're like, well, what is he going to do with the daughter? Oh, yeah. No- nothing Nothing comes of it. Like, it's a weird, awkward moment that when you rewatch it, you're like, oh, yeah, nothing... Like, what was he going to do? Like, Yeah, it's like, that was weird. Like I guess, include I guess you included it in the movie, but for what? What purpose? Um, yeah. But yeah, that was that was pretty weird. But yeah, I think maybe they had intentions of using him more, but I don't know. There, I think there's more things they could have done with that character. Um, oh, definitely. But yeah. What What was your favorite scene, Justina? I think it's when the main guy gets killed by the daughter. She like she's been hidden the entire movie, and you don't know what's happening to her, and she comes out of nowhere with one gun in hand and she perfectly aims at the main bad guy or the leader of the gang and she perfectly aims at him for like five shots and I don't know why or how she's like the perfect shot in this entire family because apparently the dad who's supposed to know all about security doesn't know how to shoot the mom doesn't know how to shoot wait 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 wait. was it the neighbors that killed the the main guy no no well, no it was it was a daughter, uh, daughter. It was a sister, oh yeah. that's yeah, yeah yeah that's the scene i was talking about i don't know why i said yeah. the neighbors yeah yeah the neighbors yeah. killed the others i think but the sister shot him yeah the yeah. sister shot the main and guy it was very perfect like i don't know how but she just did it very perfectly she yeah. shot i remember the mother shot yeah yeah i remember the mother couldn't shoot at all i remember there was the yeah. whole thing where she was like <laughs> She was like, no. And the daughter's like, nah, screw it. Yeah. And she's like, shh, shh. just another Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was your favorite scene, Bebo? It's the it's the fight scene before the father gets stabbed. Just yeah, like yeah, before yeah. before that point. Like they all hesitate to shoot for some reason. Yeah. But like then this time like he double tap everybody and like make sure everyone's dead. 
Yeah, yeah. I think always that's what, that's always double tap. Always double tap. <laughs> yes, as we've all learned from not just Zombieland, which is where that's the reference from, but also Scream. You know, they always come mm. back for one last scare. You always want to make sure they're down for the count. Double tap. Always. Yeah. Which is not done often enough in horror movies. No, it is um, not, unfortunately. I yeah. appreciated that in this movie. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah, someone learns. It's someone like, out finally. there learns. It's like, yeah. someone saw someone Zombieland. <laughs> yeah. Someone saw Zombieland. Uh, my favorite scene from the movie would either be probably either when the dad axes the guy in the spine with the, with obviously the axe, and he just, he just drives it right in, and you see the body just twitch. Either that scene, <laughs> yes, body. <laughs> either that scene, or the scene where at the dining room table, and then the lady reaches for the gun, and instead she receives two smacks in the head with the butt of the gun. I don't know. I've been just seeing her like holding her face together afterwards. It's so funny and it's so satisfying. Jesus, I don't know. Robert, are you okay? Yeah, I, I don't know. But, but I, I think one of those scenes is my favorite. <laughs> Jesus, it's kind of disturbing, but okay. Would you say that there's any like strong horror element to this film? No. Because no. I know the ones we've had so far. Yeah, I, I only jumped once when the son was hiding behind a piece of furniture and one of the purger like just jump scared out. And I was like, oh. oh. But yeah, um, the scariest thing is how the scariest thing from the movie is actually uh the fact that they have such a great premise and don't do anything with it Um, (laughs) yeah yeah that's definitely the scariest thing it's like i don't know i expected i I hear so many great things about the purge right everyone does but yeah i don't know it's just like it really isn't that great yeah yeah it's either the concept or the sequels that uh establish the franchise as a household name um it's yeah. one or the two, because when people talk about The Purge, it's almost like, oh, yeah, I like this cool thing. Oh, yeah, 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 I know what this is. Um, and the fact that when it came out, um, it was like a part of, like, it ingrained itself into pop culture. And everyone knew, everyone knows the alarm. Everyone talks about this concept or crime is legal. You know, it's this thing that you're like, oh, yeah, well, when I watch it, you know, I'm going to like it. But then you watch and you're like, well, at least us, you know, you can watch it. Maybe you do like it. But to us, it was like, well, it wasn't exactly what we expected i guess yeah it just it really wasn't what i thought it would be you know yeah i expected i you know what i think it's because um it's really the later movies that kind of got ingrained into pop culture it's not really the first movie i mean the first movie of course it started it but people really latched on to like the second movies and like going to universal and all that they have them them sick ass uh mazes like that one uh i forget the year that they had uh I forget the year that they had the, that, that, yeah. I think it was the year The before... tram, right? I think like was... you walk you, th- you oh. walk through the tram. It was like a purge theme one year, the one year the first time I ever went. And that was pretty sick. And you know, it's like you're walking through these like groups of people of purgers. And this this is kind of mm. what you expect from the first movie, but you don't really get it. You don't really get that. Yeah. Yeah, the whole walking through the city when the purge is going is more of a sequel kind of thing. Yeah. Um, the and i don't know if it's because the first is such a small scale um yeah i don't know something about this movie maybe maybe we might redeem ourselves with the purge by watching a sequel um but yeah, yeah this movie isn't exactly what you expect from the purge yeah um, and i guess not. going on that 
I guess going on that, um, some we can go about how people viewed this, like reviews, and it's again pretty mixed, but more leaning towards the this isn't what I was expecting. <laughs> I guess kind of like us. Um, yeah, people are you know praising it for its great, uh, its great premise, its great concept. But um, for instance, one one reviewer and kind of backing off what I mentioned earlier on on the audio, uh, they stated. First of all, the family, we weren't provided with enough information about them and anyone in particular, and we're supposed to root for them throughout the whole movie. That's kind of how what I was like saying earlier on, how they should have established some sort of character to these people, kind of like how you establish maybe a relationship with the boy to the homeless man earlier on, yeah. like meeting him somewhere. So when you see him again, you're like, oh, okay, like, yeah, I know what I'm, I know what this character is. I know what the deal is. Um, there isn't anything you're really rooting for um, except, well, this person's worse than that one. So if he dies, well, then, yeah, I guess. And someone put, I'm only putting two stars because most one-star reviews are trashing this movie, but it genuinely is a movie that is a waste of time. <laughs> the Purge has a nice... <laughs> yeah. Jesus. The, pur... <laughs> the Purge has a nice plot on paper, though it's very unrealistic and predictable all throughout. Um, they make the home seem so impenetrable, yet the daughter's boyfriend is able to sneak in with the push of a button with no confirmation. All security is called off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, to be honest, again. And that's another thing. Most... Like, the security is so bad, like, hilariously bad. You would think these people who <laughs> are not only rich, but like experienced with the purge would really, yeah. like, you know, have a much better fucking security system than some metal, you know? Yeah. Most people are calling it predictable. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's... I, I didn't you find were... it... Um, you think it was funny? A little bit. I didn't find it predictable in the beginning. Because I thought... I thought... Like, the the, fam, the main family... I thought they are going to go on the third. I thought, I thought they were going to go on the street and shooting people up. Oh. That's, that's why I thought it was gonna happen. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, which would have been better then. Uh, actually, would have like, been better. Like, must stay <laughs> yeah. at home. Like, I that story came out of nowhere. Like, the purge coming. We're just gonna stay at home. Um, yeah. I didn't fit well with the the, the theme concept of purge. Like, where people can do whatever, and they decide to do nothing. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you know? that's actually you saying that's actually pretty, actually pretty cool. Actually, kind of, kind of backing off what you said. Um. Not just, you know, like, maybe they do want to do the whole house thing. But once they realize that they're able to break in, maybe you have a scene where the family sneaks out through some hidden door, and now they're in the city. That would have been cool. Yeah, that would cool. You believe in the beginning that the stakes are just in the house, and then halfway through, no, you end up in the city. That, that would have been cool. They definitely would have been and better then, than know. what the fuck we got. And, okay, okay. And if you do want to make some sort of socioeconomic, political commentary of some sort yeah bullshit or whatever you can yeah. then have the family out in the streets fending for themselves and then realizing maybe this is what everyday people go through during the purge unlike the rich who are comfortable at home then you could do something you could do something creative once they realize once they're a fish out of water that would have been cool that would have yeah. been something but, but no, instead we got guess... what we got <laughs> yeah which uh, I guess talking about, you know, how you can have a purge in the city, we can then go on to the sequels, with, of which there are three movies after this. 
Purge Anarchy, Purge Election Year, which came out 2016, an actual election year in real life. And the last one is the first Purge. Um, yeah. So I guess I, I saw summaries of each one of these. So I'll give a brief rundown if you're interested in these. And I hear, from what I hear, these are way better than the first. Um, so Purge Anarchy. I guess they realized, you know, why didn't you go with the bigger stakes? Why didn't you do something bigger, something more interesting with the city? Well, I guess they heard everyone's complaints because that's exactly what the second one is. Purge Anarchy takes it to a whole new scale. And kind of how I mentioned, you create interesting interrelationships between everyone. Um, in the original audio, before it became all corrupted, I guess. Yeah, before you fucked um, it up, yes. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, how... by the way, uh, for everyone, let's insert a clip of the... Uh... <laughs> of the first retake so uh what what happened is uh robert decided to uh it was i'm usually the one that records so robert decided to give a um a shot at obs to record because my internet had gone out which by the way it only went out because we plugged the internet into the wrong outlet and somebody flicked a switch and turned the fucking internet off (laughs) stupidest fucking way to lose internet um and then, and then Robert accidentally had two microphone sources. So it uh, insert a clip of Robert's audio here. He just sounds like Iron Man. So we ran into a bit of a problem, <laughs> kind of like the first episode. But uh, uh, one of our my internet died. Yeah. My inter- if I sound a little shitty, it's because my internet is gone. It died mid recording. Uh, yeah. We could probably throw in a bit of me freaking out here, uh, being alone. <laughs> Yeah. So that was fun. And Alex was alone recording us, so he could no longer record us. He was just recording himself. So now it's my turn to record. And so if it sounds a bit different from the first recording, that's why. (laughs) It just sounds like (laughs) ethereal. It is amazing. We almost kept the show like that, but it was just unbearable. So as you were saying, Robert. Yeah, during editing, I was like, this is... This is no one's gonna be able to listen to this and pay attention to what we're saying. Yeah, the, um, the five people that watch this podcast deserve better than that. That's like a week ago. We don't remember what happened in this movie anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys, for the so, quality of our episodes. So for the for the five guys that watch this, thank you, and you guys deserve better. Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> One of those five. Two of those five are on our guests today. Hello. So we did it for you guys. Um, but yeah. Uh, oh god, what, what, what were we at again? What was I saying? Oh, oh yeah. Um, so in the, in the original audio, um, when I was talking about the show, which I will cover in a bit, um, one thing you should do is set up before you have the night of the purge. You set up these relationships between people. Maybe there's this couple at this house who are going through some sort of financial struggle, and so they're waiting for the night of the purge to actually go on. You know loot maybe a store and gain money maybe there's a neighbor across from them who despises them the fact that they're poor maybe he's going to take it out on them maybe there's this elderly couple who is barely you know hanging on and they're like well we want to get through this purge and there's this you know group of young kids because you know you always got to have young versus old right that's what movie makers want and then you have this you know group who wants to break into the house but they're not realizing that maybe the the old man's loaded you know and he's ready for the night and then you have all these relationships you have this lady who works for this person in the street and it's complex you make it complex so they feel like natural actual characters and when the night of the purge hits 
well all the you know frustration that they have built up all this drama all this all this character development that you had then can get paid off during the night of the purge and it's like well yes this is exactly what they would do because that's what their motivations are um and that's kind of a bit of what purge anarchy kind of does because in that one it isn't just a family you're looking at but it's rather different vantage points from different people and different couples from the movie because there's there's a couple in that movie there's more stakes to it you know It, it just makes people feel more realistic yeah and it isn't like you know well we're just focusing on this view no it's like well this couple's here this there's this guy doing this and then they all converge at the end you know and there's obviously you know the way and of course the as there would be in the purge there's this group who has gone together to just go out and randomly you know take to the streets so yeah of course there'd be groups and factions that would then gather in order to go out on the night of the purge and you know go murder people which is what that movie has um and you also have that one i mentioned it kind of as a socioeconomic commentary in that one i believe it's revealed at the end that there is this rich convention that's held and in which they auction off people actually and and in that one yeah you have, for like you know, purging yeah, yeah, yeah. Right they auction off you know the yeah, yeah, yeah they auction off the people that aren't able to defend for themselves which I think is a better commentary than the prior because you show, you know, the difference in power, I guess, that money makes if that's what you want to go for and commenting on your movie. Um, so I'd say that one does everything right that the first movie fails to do. And I believe I, people, from what I've read, uh, you actually care for those characters, unlike the first, or you just see them as meatbags. But in the third <laughs> one... Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, this one's more of a if obviously if the title didn't give away, it's more of a political statement. Also, due to the fact that it came out 2016, an actual election year. Um, yeah. And that one, there is a rule that's mentioned in the first, in which um, almost all crime is legal except you can't kill certain government uh, members. Which is so stupid. That's illegal. such a cop out. That's such and a cop in, out. Yeah. Although that's something the government would do. Think about oh, it. Definitely. If crime is legal, obviously yeah, they want to protect themselves. Yeah, fuck those guys. <laughs> if they see if they see these SUVs rolling up to the White House, obviously they're gonna not gonna let it happen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, so in that one, there's a candidate who wants to, I believe she wants to uh end the purge. overrule end the purge, yes. And the new founding fathers uh you know, they don't want that and they're afraid of losing the election to her. So for this purge, they allow government officials to be killed from the purge in hopes of maybe some faction that is really uh, rooting for the new founding fathers to go after her and kill her, which is that one does, which is interesting because then you break one of the rules that you set up. So people that like Alex, who said that that rule was stupid, you then finally get to actually see it paid off, if that makes any sense. You got to be like, well, then, yes, this is actually what would happen. Um, and, yeah, that one makes more of a better political statement, I'd say. And, yeah. And then you have the fourth one, which is the one I don't know the most about. But it's the first purge. And as it implies, you know, it's it's the events of, well, the first purge. Or rather, the, the experiment, as it's known in that one. And I think it takes place on Staten Island. Um, yeah, it's Staten Island. Yeah. And 
uh, they're like, well, we're going to have this experiment and it's going to be, you know, we're going to see how well it does. And we're going to see, you know, what happens to a population when crime is legal. We'll see what happens. And what's pretty interesting, actually, about that one is most people from what I've gathered from looking up this movie, most people in that movie were just vibing and doing what people would do, like have these huge street raves and just parties and whatnot and just minding their own business. Yeah, and then like what do, they would doing do stuff then, that doesn't really hurt anybody. Yeah, and then so what the new founding fathers or the group in charge of the experiment would do is then just arm random people and be like, okay, just go shoot up that party over there. <laughs> yeah, Commit some crime. And then like they, they would pay them. Success. They would pay yeah. them as well. And then eventually they'd bring in like a private army and stuff to start slaughtering people. And it just kind yeah. of shows you how, how this whole thing is just kind of like a kind of like a fun time, I guess, for uh for, for rich people, people. Power, I guess. Yeah, for yeah. rich people. It's just like, you know. I don't know much about that movie, but um I hear it's like pretty alright, especially compared to this one. Um that being said, there after that one came out, which might have been 2018, mm-hmm. I don't remember. Um, it's it's fairly get, recent. Yeah, you get the TV show um by the same name, The Purge. Um I don't know if that takes place within the event of the first or maybe after the second who knows i don't know where that takes place at frankly i don't care um <laughs> but yeah i was saying how you say it's like eight episodes which is really what a, a show like the purge should be i don't see any reason to have it over eight especially not over ten that's overkill which do especially for one the... night yeah oh yeah one thing i don't i i don't know how that show plays out i don't know if the whole season is the one night or if each episode is a different night that'd be pretty weird um but one thing yeah, i it's said probably the they probably lead up to it i guess yeah I that's what i'm hoping seasons. for is there, there two, two seasons? seasons in the purge yeah There's so what would seasons. that be like two years yeah it should be because uh, it's once a year it's, it's just 10 episodes per season point. oh 10 episodes yeah 10 episodes okay. per season. Oh, good um Kind of, I don't know if it does it, but what I'm hoping it does is like the first few episodes aren't the purge night, but rather setting up characters, and then maybe like the last two or three episodes are the actual purge night, and then seeing the natural progression of what those characters would do during the purge. That's what I'm hoping yeah. it'd be. Um, I'm assuming it's something like that because it's got pretty high ratings based off oh. of people who watch the seasons. Oh, really? Right. It actually has decent yeah. ratings? Yeah, like. That's a, has, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's eighty seven percent like the show, and three. Some people gave it six out of ten or eight point three out of ten, like a lot better than some of the movies you guys have reviewed. Uh, you mean oh, it's not bad. All of the movies mm-hmm. we have reviewed. Yeah, <laughs> all yeah. four of them. <laughs> well, by nature, they're at the end of my list. They're, yeah. They're at the end of my list. Obviously, they're gonna be bad. Um, but yeah, that's pretty. I hope they do that. Um, it sounds interesting. I don't know if I'll give it a watch. I'm not one for watching horror shows. I normally do horror movies. I have watched some horror shows like Ash vs Evil Dead, and I don't remember what else. But yeah, I don't know. I might give it a try. I guess. Uh, that show exists out there, and I'm gonna mention this because I know some of my friends will be like, "You forgot to mention this on the Purge episode." One of my studio instructors, her boyfriend, is an actor on The Purge. I don't know what the character's name is, but yeah, just throwing that out there. Oh, um, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, because I already know some of my friends will be like, you didn't mention this. Um, but yeah, I'm mentioning that. Uh, another thing... Oh. Uh, actually, um, and something that's slated to come out, I don't know if it's 2021 or maybe the year after, uh, there's a fifth installment in the movie series actually set to come out. It's called The Forever Purge. The fifth oh, movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Set to have... come out this year. Actually. Oh, this year? Oh, they, they delayed it. Oh, yeah, it, it, it's it. definitely delayed. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was. I thought. I thought it wasn't even like. I thought it was like. I thought it. I thought it had just begun filming or like production, pre-production. I didn't expect it to already no, like. They, they started in 2018. So huh. Oh. Okay. No. Yeah. I think was ready to release. Damn. Yeah. The Forever Bridge. I don't know what it's about. Normally, with the other ones, you can just. It, tell by the title you know election year oh it's probably something to do with the government mm. first purge obviously it's the first purge purge the forever purge i don't know maybe maybe they i don't know <laughs> maybe do like purge every day of the year yeah that's <laughs> probably it like some guy just went crazy with power yeah. which, which isn't far from my current situation but anyways yeah um <laughs> With judging by how 2020 is going, I don't wanna, I don't I wouldn't be surprised if the purge happens. And the way you by do that, just go outside yeah. with your mask. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I when looking up like questions for the purge and what people thought about it, one question was asking if the purge would occur the year 2020. I kid you not. <laughs> people looked that up and I'm like, oh my god, people are paranoid about this. <laughs> uh, um, you know, it's not completely unfounded to be honest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's the legacy of the Purge franchise. Do you think that people are hyped for the next Purge? Do you think the Purge is a franchise that can keep going? I feel like it's, I don't want to say dead, but I feel like it hasn't gone anywhere after it, like maybe the third or fourth. It definitely Where, has how a do you lifespan. Feel? It definitely has a lifespan. Like it's gonna, at some point, they, they're just gonna have to call it, a, call it a day and say, yep, this is it, you know? Yeah, do you think it's like... I think, I think they do have a lot of story to tell, but at the fifth movie already. Yeah. Um, and there's only so much you can do. You unless, know? I feel like unless, I feel like what they should do is cover, um, either do a really good commentary, like I had mentioned, like either make a really strong one, which will make the franchise, you know, breathe probably fresh air into it, or what you could do is, say for the next Purge, see how uh, other countries think about it. Would another country adopt the concept of the purge which would be interesting you know like say say some country in europe is like hey like that idea is pretty smart that's a way to get that's would, a way to get rid of overpopulation it would definitely it be legal. russia it would definitely be russia <laughs> oh my god but like that'd be interesting you know what i mean because then yeah. you gotta have like <laughs> you gotta call it purge overseas, <laughs> purge overseas. <laughs> i don't know jesus yeah no, um, I, I get yeah. That, that that sounds like something that would happen um but oh, definitely yeah. I feel like it's going to be like a franchise like Final Destination or when the movies are coming out it's like oh yeah this is like the franchise of this decade but then after a while like Final Destination to be honest is a dead franchise now there's oh, yeah. I don't see another movie coming out of that and that's kind of how I see this one going like that one that franchise has five movies this has it's going to have its fifth and I feel like mm-hmm. that's probably where it's going to end maybe unless they do something oh. remarkable with the next one but who knows um, yeah, I, I don't remember what the reception was. I'm looking it up, yeah. and I 
the director said it's gonna be the last one. Oh, it's the oh, last really? one. Oh, really? This one? This new one that's well, coming out? That's what out? he said. But, I mean, that. I mean, that's what they, they said that, that about a time. lot. Of, yeah, they say that all the time. <laughs> yeah. Movies. Yeah. Okay, Michael Bay. They're gonna say that, <laughs> and then they're gonna say they're gonna see the box office and be like, "Well, actually, you know <laughs> we, we can squeeze one more out of this." You know, it's funny. I had I had just compared it to Final Destination just based on the fact that there's five movies, but I think they had said the same about Final Destination because the fourth movie is called The Final Destination, <laughs> like implying because it's Final Destination One, Final Destination Two, Final Destination Three, The Final Destination, and then a couple years after, well, Final Destination Five. <laughs> yeah, and then it's just like, well, it's like well, all the well, all, all the the Freddy movies. It's like they oh, have a final God. one every other episode or every other. Ep- um, movie, yeah, yeah. I, I know that one hurt you a little bit. I know. Have that you guys one heard yeah. about? I I was looking when Robert mentioned how people were questioning stuff about the purge. I was looking it up and I saw that the Louisiana police used the purge siren to signal a 9 p.m. coronavirus curfew, oh, and wow. then they had to Shit. apologize for it. <laughs> so... How tone deaf do you have to be? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that... <laughs> that imagine is... just vibing in your house I just <laughs> and then just like in the air so if you think the franchise is gonna die i don't think it's gonna die anytime soon dude those people probably got heart attacks they're like <laughs> bored up the houses now <laughs> i don't know i don't know what's worse that one or the time they accidentally set off the nuclear alarm in hawaii oh my god, oh my god. Oh, they're kind of on the that. same level <laughs> Yeah, no, but like, like you have because the purge alarm isn't something that most places. It's it's a unique alarm. So the fact that they even have that alarm in their system. Yeah, wait. Why you do know they some have guy, that alarm? You know some guy actively looked for that and added it <laughs> into their system. <laughs> Dude, I feel bad for that town. Just waking up to hear the purge alarm. But yeah, that's. We covered pretty much everything about the movie. It's legacy, it's reviews, how people view it, our thoughts on it. Um, mm-hmm. I guess time to tease the next episode. This is 90, I believe. So the next one. Yeah, next one should be 89. Finally at the 80s. Hold mm-hmm. on, hold on. Hold that thought. No, no, this is, this is movie number 91. The next one's 90. Damn it. We're still in the 90s. <laughs> Uh, next movie will be no- movie number 90. Um, it's our first found footage. So yay, I like found footage. When done right, this movie doesn't do it right, which is why it's on the bottom of my list. Um, Robert, what is yeah. found footage? You can explain it. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a subgenre, and I guess I'll go over into the history of it really quick. I'll go in-depth into what found footage is next episode. But found footage is... A subgenre in horror, primarily horror, other genres can use it, but it's most famous for horror. And it's where you see through it's like a first person. Most films are obviously third person, you see all the characters. This is more first person. You're seeing the movie through the lens of a character using a camera. Usually always a camera. For instance, um probably the two most famous instances of found footage used in horror would be either the Blair Witch Project or paranormal activity in which you see what's happening to the characters through again the use of a camera whether it be like as in the Blair Witch where it's the character holding the camera throughout the duration of the film 
or in paranormal activity where it's either that or it's a stationary camera like as it is in their bedroom and you see what's happening to the characters and it gives it a sense of realism because it's almost like well yes this can actually happen something happened to the person on the camera then the movie's over yeah basically and it's almost like well like i have yeah. to know more um and there's i don't know if it's as much debate i debate with myself often as to what is considered found footage because there's a movie on this list unfriended which i actually like i know people don't like it but i like it and it's an interesting use of found footage because it's i can't wait to cover that although it's going to be a while unfriended i consider found footage because again it's through the use of a camera but it's through a webcam it's basically zoom but horror and you see through each uh screen like what happens to a different character um and it's very interesting The next movie is our first found footage horror flick. I'm not going to say what the plot is because it's probably the only one like that. That's found footage as well. But uh, yeah, it has to do with monsters, I guess. I'll just say monsters. Huge beasts. Um, barreling down the streets of a city. <laughs> that's as much as a gift for next episode. But yeah, I guess that's it. Hi. I'm Robert. I'm Alex. And... This is Justina. Justina. <laughs> Justina. <laughs> Justina, thank you for joining us on not only this recording but all the other ones we've had for this. It's taken this three recordings for this one episode. I'm tired. Oh well, thank yeah. you for having us for the third time. Yes, thank you for showing yeah. up. How about that? Thank you for showing up for a yeah. third fucking time. I'm gonna hate editing this because I'm gonna have to pick and choose what I choose from each audio. <laughs> But yeah, and that's everything, also, guys. Also, I just you bought know, a new oh. mic, so hopefully oh, my yeah, audio yeah. quality is a little better. So, oh, yeah. you know, moving up, in the world, moving up in the world. I have the same yes. mic as Robert now, Snowball. Little Snowball yep. mic. It is proper. It definitely sound better. Yeah, I don't yeah. sound like complete shit now. Well, I mean, your voice is still the same, but... Um... Oh, that hurt. <laughs> that hurt. I'll say. That one hurt. Um, but no, yeah. He bought a new mic, so when you listen to this video, it's, it's going to be three four, different kinds, three or four different kinds. Four, of video. because because there's the original one that we normally use. Then there's yeah. the me sounding like Megatron. Then there's a third of which me apologizing, but it's using my computer. My I'm using I'm the one recording, so the audio sounds a bit different from both part one and part two. And then this fourth recording will sound different from all the other prior three so it's gonna sound <laughs> this episode's gonna sound so whack but Alex, anyways oh you, definitely didn't you use your phone to record the audio oh yeah and I the second time? oh god yeah <laughs> oh yeah jeez yeah i'll tell the story so of that. how i'll tell the story um, of how my mic broke uh next episode so tune in yeah. next time to find out why i had to switch my mic it is the stupidest reason all right well uh, That's it, guys, and see you on the witching hour. See ya. And bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, apologies for that other mess up from brought to you by Salem Station. Thank Before you. we end, though, I wanted to ask you guys, if the purge were to happen tonight, oh, what, no. what crimes would you guys commit? If you had the opportunity, what would you do? Um, I, I wouldn't do. Anything. Keep keep yeah. in mind that this is being recorded. <laughs> I don't know that if the purge would happen, the first thought you'd have is who would I kill or something. I think it'd be like, yeah. where should I hide? Yeah, 
Exactly. Where can I hide? <laughs> yeah. Like, I think, yeah, my first, my first, I would be real with you, my first thought would be tax fraud. Yeah, but that's something yeah. you do over, like, time. I don't know if you do that in one night. You gotta prepare to it, too. I mean, you can prepare it so that in one night, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, but what if someone's knocking on the door ready to kill you? Yeah. You won't have time to do tax fraud. You don't know that. Um, if the purge were to be a thing, I don't know what I would do. I'd probably, yeah, again, I'd probably just protect myself. Try to see... What? I don't know. I don't have a vendetta against anyone, so... Yeah. Know. Maybe cop home. Just set up bomb, just blow up the COA beating. <laughs> okay. <Whoa. laughs> and I think that's a good place to end the podcast. Yeah.